from newstalkzb.co.nz. It's the Mike Hosking Breakfast with ASB. Okay, there, and welcome to Hosking That Was for Thursday Easter Eve. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, and this is all the things you, you should have heard, oh, which you might have missed from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB. Uh, this morning, the, the drilling protests, uh, is it just a, 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 annoying? We'll mark the week, that's what we do on Fridays, but we'll do it today as well. Uh, we've got jihadists on holiday and uh, a motor scooter midlife crisis. But before that, dining out. It's complicated business these days, isn't it, Mike? The kids come and want to watch the television show, so they came in to watch that last night. We all decided we're going out for dinner. So this is just Wednesday night, right? Wednesday night, the middle of the week. And just, I just like that, just off the top. You said, That's how we go roll. Let's go crazy people, Mark. That's how we roll. Wow. And so does, anyway, does the sugar club take bookings? Uh, like, uh, that, that, no, they don't. And this is the problem. So we wander across. He doesn't agree. And, um, and, and so the first place we go to, we think we'll just pop in there because that'll be nice. Um, 20 minute Wait, this is Wednesday night. No, no, I don't do that. Twenty minute wait, so we go next door. One hour wait. Where, One where, where are you? Hour where, where, no, no, wait. where is this mic? This is across. This across the road at um, L Brown's place. The um, what's it called? The depot. Oh, anyway, yeah, so one there, hour yeah. wait, one hour wait. This is just Wednesday night. People aren't having a drink, having a meal. Why are they out? Because they're feeling good about life, and, and you only spend the money when you're feeling good about life, don't yeah. you? It's yeah. your but, own fault. You're the one who kept going on and on and on about how awesome it is. Well, that's probably that's probably there. a success. So we wander around the corner, and we go to a little steakhouse there. That's full. It's even fuller by the time we leave. Wednesday night, pumping. And I just thought everyone went home on a Wednesday night. Was just... this party of two or party of ten? No, nah, party of seven or eight or whatever. Big number. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah. D- yeah. D- limited amount of tables. So do you think if I'd gone as a single and said, hello, do you got a table? They'd be able, <laughs> if they'd if be you'd able gone to as a two, you'd find they'd squeeze you really? in somewhere. Just like but Disneyland this... might go the fast pass, like... it's just a single. Yeah, there's a valuable lesson to be learned in all of this, and that is to never, ever have children. I may have, um, may have talked about my theory on this before. Anyway, uh, we, we've got people protesting uh, oil exploration still. Uh, Mike's a bit confused as to what the hell they're on about. The government want more deep-sea drilling. Why? Uh, because we haven't worked out how to run the world on dishwashing liquid or water or sun or nitrogen or hydrogen or helium or any of the other rums. Uh, we need good old-fashioned oil and petrol. Before they pump it, they have to find it. And this is where the initial money is. There is money in giving people the right to come and have a look. It's always struck me as odd that for years we bemoaned Australia's luck when it came to minerals and exploration. We envied their wealth. We bemoaned all those that left for the big red land to seek their fortune. And yet, bang for buck, we have more resources than they ever did. Per square kilometre, we are richer than them. And yet we've never really tapped into it. Why not? Well, if you listen to the protesters, it's because it could go wrong. And when it does, it's a disaster. And they cite the Gulf of Mexico, of course, which is a good disaster to cite, given it was a complex fiasco. But it was also one of very, very few. When you look at the amount of drilling in the world and you look at the bits going wrong, very little of it does actually go wrong. Drilling is not to be feared. The same way planes shouldn't be feared when occasionally they go down, or life shouldn't be feared because occasionally people get unfairly ill. We are not cowboys when it comes to this. We are not the Wild West. We do not seek disaster. We are not rapers and pillagers. A country is a business, and business is about paying your way and earning your money. You can be against drilling or oil if you want, but be honest about it. Just say you don't like oil. But when you do that, and the next question comes, so what do we replace it with? The simple truth is we have no answer. We might, might one day, but right now we don't. And for as long as we don't, 
We keep drilling. Yeah, but I mean, there are some things that are just never ever going to change. There are always going to be people who think that oil is terrible, and then there are going to be people who make a lot of money out of it. So I don't know how you change that. Uh, we'll, we'll, in the meantime, let's just mark the week, shall we? Time now to mark the week. If it was property, it would be a fully converted bungalow in a leafy Auckland suburb with spectacular indoor-outdoor flow, feng shui to die for, and a price to make your eyes water. Where else to start, eh, but the cricket? For the ride over the past seven weeks, nine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Amazing, full of drama and highlights and joy and commonality, tainted only slightly by Sunday in Melbourne. Uh, for the sledging, six. Really? Could we perhaps agree we made a little more of this because we're a bit aggrieved by the loss? Sledging isn't new. Australian sledging isn't new, and the players really weren't that perturbed, were they? Shane Warne telling do-gooders to get stuffed? Seven. I know, I know, it's not PC, but there is something in me that has a, just a little bit of grudging respect there. Yes, he's a buffhead. Yes, the Australian cricketers are a shade up themselves, but they are also winners. They are champions, and consistently so, and I can't help but think that there's a link there. Oh, the politics. Have a look at the politics. Northland vote, six. Why? Well, because it was way more lively than we ever thought possible. A Peter's role in that, eight. Wily old bugger. you got to hand it to him. He brings a bit of life to any race. Nationals campaign, too. File that under C for cock-up. As a result, the RMA reforms being largely put on hold. Three. That's a shame, because it actually makes sense and is well overdue and would at least in part address a law that's become hopelessly out of control. Tainer Pura's compost. Seven. In its most simplistic form, he was in jail for a long time for something the courts have decided they made a mistake on, so a check is due. But then, a check is due to David Bain on that basis, and we all know what a mess that's become. So, good luck to the poorer camp with that. Hashtag blood out of a stone. Now, if you're reeling from a Mark the Week happening on a Thursday instead of a Friday, you're, you, you feel like you're caught in some kind of weird time reality inversion loop a, a la Doctor Who. Um... Don't worry, it's holidays everywhere, even in England, even for jihadists. So you've got the holidays coming up and teachers are a bit worried about some of their pupils. Indeed, yes, the school holidays have begun and a number of pupils in areas with a big Muslim population have admitted that they fear their pupils will not return after the Easter holidays because they're planning to join ISIS in Syria. We've had several stories recently of girls going there and also young men. In fact, a 19-year-old man was arrested at Luton Airport today as he returned from Istanbul, having, it's believed, also have been in Syria or Iraq. But, um, well, the head teachers apparently don't know what to do. They're told to direct parents to the police, but parents don't want the police to be told, and the heads don't want to criminalise their pupils. It, uh, it, it can't just be a, a police responsibility, uh, say, the Crown Prosecution Service, because many people in the communities... Uh, don't trust the police. And also, uh, it's questionable whether uh, arresting pe- uh, people, men and young girls, uh, and putting them on trial is really going to stop it. and uh, Or will it actually deter them or uh, deter parents from telling the authorities? Is, uh, is it a package, a holiday package you can buy? Go into Flight Centre, uh, Intrepid Jihadist Journeys package? I'm not sure that's a... Is there a swim-up bar at the terrorist training camp? A lot, of, a lot of questions for a Thursday that feels like a Friday, isn't there? Like, how many midlife crises does, does one Mike Hosking have to have? Let me tell you this story. Did you know this? This is my, this is my I didn't know this story of the week. You know 50cc scooters? 
you know, the little scooters, they're going bing, 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 bing. Got a bloke up the road who works at TV he, on the show. He, um, he's got a 50cc scooter. And I always sort of envy him because every time I go to Italy and see my sister, <clears throat> her husband's got a scooter. And he goes around Rome. And when you go to Rome and you're sitting on the back of a Vespa, it's, it's, it, there's something wonderfully romantic and exciting about, you know, beetling your way through Rome. And the, and the advantage of a scooter in Rome, of course, is because the streets are so clogged, you don't actually go anywhere. You never get above about 15 kilometres an hour. So a scooter's perfectly safe. And you're just beetling around and everyone's on a scooter and it looks fantastic. And you think, oh, this is wonderful. I must get myself a scooter. And so I did, in fact, look into that for about a week and a half until I, you know, reality struck me. And I thought, you know, driving around at New Zealand roads in a 50cc scooter as a um, recipe for disaster, I would have thought. But anyway, do you know, the reason I was looking at a 50cc scooter is you don't need a license for a scooter. You don't need any license to drive a scooter, so I understood that part. But what, do you know what you also don't need for a scooter, 50cc scooter? A warrant. You need no warrant at all. You need a car license to drive a, no, you a motor scooter. Oh, you need a car license, but everyone's got one of those. You don't need a bike, bike license, Correct. a separate bike license. But a 50cc scooter doesn't, um, doesn't need a warrant. Why would you not have a warrant for something that's on the road with an engine that presumably bits and pieces can fall off it. You can drive any piece of junk, if it's 50 cc's or less, on the roads of this country and have no warrant whatsoever. Does that strike you as an anomaly? Well, I guess if, it, if, you're, if you're riding along and it suddenly falls to pieces, yes, then you're just running along, aren't you? <laughs> and so you just, no, leave, about... just leave bits of it on the way. Yeah. And so there's, there's less of the scooter arrived at work than when you started out, and that's just... Does really matter. Is that how it works? Kind of, there's so many kind of cliched midlife crisis moments with the Hoskins. Then he changed his appearance radically, uh, got heavily involved with sports cars, uh, wears shoes without socks, uh, and now we find out about the, the the secret yearning to ride a scooter like Larry Williams does. It's very odd. I hope it never happens to me. That was Hosking that was for Thursday and the, the short week. I am Glenn ZB. Don't be alarmed, we won't be back on Monday, but we'll be on Tuesday. Make sure you're nowhere else but here.